Hello, this is Dr. Mercola, and today we're going to talk about a very important topic that is the water you and your family drinks. You know, none of us can last more than a few days without water because we'll die of dehydration. So it really is a crucial topic. We, each and every one of us, need a high quality water supply. So what are the options? Well, ideally, your best option to get the highest quality water you can possibly achieve is really from getting it from a, a mountain spring. Now fortunately, uh, there are resources you can do this and typically many of these mountain springs, there's no charge to get them. All you have to do there is go to these springs. Even non-mountain springs at, at, uh, at uh, sea level would be fine too. Not quite as good as a mountain spring, but they're there. There's a resource called findaspring.com that you can go to and you can find a local spring and that would be the best. Now of course, there's some time, effort, and energy involved, but if you can do that, it's certainly what I would recommend. And next down the line is a well water. And uh, typically, there's not going to be any fluoride and they have far less contaminants involved. Fortunately, I live in a property that has a well, so I'm able to have this type of water. And many of the wells, however, will still need some filtration to improve and optimize the system. But I would say 90% of people viewing this are getting their water supply from municipal water supply. And that is loaded with problems, and that's what I want to discuss now. Typically, in a, in a municipal water supply, you're going to have fine things. I would say 90% of those water supplies are fluoridated, at least in the United States. And there is a challenge. If you don't believe it's a challenge, please look on my website. But it is a significant issue. And it's very, it's a, it's a particularly problematic because it's very difficult to remove, even with the best water filter systems. It's really almost impossible to get 100% of it out. But then, you know, the average person in this country is, at least in the United States, is taking 13 drugs a year. And what do you think happens to those drugs? Well, when you swallow them, they're excreted in your urine or your stool, so they wind up in the water supply. Or if you don't wind up not taking them, you throw them in the, in the, in the garbage, they typically will wind up eventually in the water supply too. So these drugs are in the water, and they're typically not removed from a, a traditional a water filtration system. And then the distribution systems, uh, the water comes from the water filter plant to your home and then from your home into your faucet through pipes. And the pipes can be uh, made of a variety of different materials, which can also add to the problem. But of course, the most common uh, additive and, and, and concern in, in a water, system, water supply would be chlorine. And chlorine is, of course, is added to improve the or decrease the likelihood that you're going to get sick. So thankfully, in most uh, Western countries, the, the chlorine has virtually eliminated all those types of problems. But it does so at a cost. And the cost is that the chlorine, it, it's not normal. It's going to, it's not only going to kill back pathogens in the water, but also kill your own gut in, infections. But even more importantly, and this is the real risk, is the chlorine can combine with organic material in the water and in your body to form something that's called a disinfection byproduct, or a DPB for short. The most uh, common ones would be trihalomethanes or um, endoleacetic acids. So these are dangerous because they increase, they're about 10,000 times more dangerous than chlorine and, and with respect to increasing cancers and causing other complications and problems. So this is definitely something you do not want in your water supply. So I think it's pretty clearly established that if you have a municipal water supply, and most likely even if you have are in a well water system, you really do are, need a filter, and you're going to benefit from a filter. And I think the key point here is that any filter, I want to emphasize any filter is better than no filter, no matter what it is. Because if you don't have a filter, you become the filter. So what are the other options? Well, clearly there are bottled water or filtered water. 
And I, I believe bottled water really isn't a good long-term option. Sure, if you're at a conference or you're at a seminar or for a weekend, it's probably not a bad idea. But on a regular basis, it's not a good idea for, for a number of reasons. Uh, there's large, significant environmental reasons because you actually have to pay for the fuel to transport water, and it's very heavy, of course, eight pounds a gallon, from point A to, to point B where you're, you're going to be consuming it. But then there's also how you're storing it that you're storing in a container, typically plastic. Glass, of course, is better, but that's not typically available. And plastics, ideally, you would want to get a BPA and phthalate-free one, but even if they are BPA and phthalate-free, there's other chemicals in there. You don't know what idea, any idea of what the consequences of, of chronic exposure that's going to be it, because there's so many things we don't know about health, and plastics we know are not natural or healthy. And, and the, the, the inc there's going to be an increased amount of these toxic components in the water, uh, the longer you store them or the hotter temperature you store them. So this, you know, this, these plastics do leach, so you have to be really careful. And don't put them in the sun either, that's another factor. So uh, that, that's one big issue. But another issue is actually you know, who's looking at these water supplies. And it's important to know that most municipal water supplies are regulated by the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency in the United States. And, and they're relatively stringent standards. Uh, but when we come to bottled water, it's regulated by the FDA. The EPA has nothing to do with it, and the only requirement is it be as good as tap water. And so it's potentially problematic, and I would I'd definitely discourage it. There's a lot of potential for fraud in, in this area and deception and people advertising, companies advertising as mineral water when it, or bottles or spring water when it really isn't. So there's a lot of area for confusion. So occasionally it's a good idea, but I would definitely encourage you uh, to stay away from bottled water. If you're going to use it, certainly the five-gallon ones that are delivered to your home make the most sense, but the, you know, the small uh, pint or quart containers on a regular basis just does, is not a good, good long-term strategy. So what types of filtration systems are there? Well, uh, they're, they're broadly based into three different types. The, the, one of the ones is distilled water, and I think most people recognize that's not really an ideal form. I'm not a big fan of distilled water for a variety of reasons, and I've actually written articles on that destructures the water, it's devoid of minerals, and has other complications, and I would review my previous articles on that if you're interested. And then, of course, the one that's really not a water filter system is alkaline water, and I've also addressed this in a previous article. And it's actually, that's a process, it's not a filtration system, it's a process that's applied to water. And I'm not a big fan of alkaline water, as are most of the experts that I've interviewed for a variety of reasons, and uh, I just think that there's better ways to do that, and personally, I would not use it. Um, so, but that leads us to two primary ways, which is the reverse osmosis system and a carbon-based system. And RO systems is something I used in my home personally for the last 15 years or so. And it's a really high-quality process that will remove most of the fluoride, certainly not all of it, and most of the disinfection byproducts, the DPBs, and, and uh, the volatile organic compounds, and most all the contaminants that, would be, that you'd be concerned about that I mentioned previously. The problem with it is, and there are some problems, is that it removes many of the beneficial minerals. So it becomes relatively uh, uh, hungry for these and it can cause complications. So it's easily solved, and I solve it by putting, putting a healthy mineral back in. And typically I use Himalayan salt, about a quarter teaspoon per gallon, and just stir that in really well. And then I actually put the water in the refrigerator prior to use because that, getting it down to 39 degrees, there's been some studies that suggest that that restructures the water, and that is one of the other side effects of RO systems, that it will destructure the water and there's a beneficial structure to, 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 to high-quality water, and that's something you want to integrate into that. So uh, that really leads us to carbon filters, and carbon filters um, are really a, a phenomenal solution uh, for 
most people. And then what type of filter do you get if you're going to use a carbon filter? Well, there's basically three different types of systems. One that's going to address your whole house like this system here. One that's a, a point of use that you typically put on your kitchen tap. And another is in your shower. And we'll talk about each of these. First about the whole house. Now, 90% of people or so use municipal water systems. And if, you, if you're one of those, fall into that group, then there's an important point to consider that you probably don't realize. I didn't realize until I started looking at this more carefully. And that the chlorine that's in the water supply and the disinfection products are all volatile. That means they evaporate. And just as you can, uh, one, of, one of the tricks that you can use, like if you're in a, wa in a restaurant and you don't want to pay for bottled water for a number of reasons, well, then you can just say, I'll just have the regular tap water, but just let that tap water sit for half hour and the chlorine and the disinfection byproducts will volatilize. Well, just like that's gonna volatilize in that glass of water on, in the restaurant, it's also gonna volatilize in your toilet. And if you've got a few toilets in your house, it's a significant volume of water, especially if you're flushing them regularly, that's going to evaporate these dangerous gases into your home. So your indoor air quality will actually decrease quite substantially. And that's actually one of the benefits if you're on a municipal water system of using one of these systems that your indoor air quality improves because you're not vaporizing chlorine and disinfection byproducts into your home. So if for some reason you don't have that, remember again, any filter is better than none. If you don't have one, that's fine. Just make sure even in the winter that you're opening up your windows preferably a window on each side of the house so you get cross ventilation for about five to 10 minutes a day so you can exhaust those gases from your home because it's not good for you or your family to be breathing those gases. But you can eliminate that by using one of these systems. Now, if you have a municipal water supply, then this system works great. If you're on a well water like, my, like me, then you're gonna to have to have one customized. You actually have to have your water tested to see exactly what's in your specific water so a, a specific solution can be designed for your water supply. Every few months or so, it just has to have the pre-filter changed. Uh, and, and it's a relatively easy thing to do. You just, just remove that cartridge, put a new cartridge, and that's it. And those are relatively inexpensive. And the whole cost uh, per gallon, uh, admittedly, you're not going to be drinking most of all the water that's coming through here because it's going through your toilets, and you're washing your clothes with it, you're showering. But it's only 0.003 cents per gallon. That's pretty inexpensive water because these medias filters will actually last about 300,000 gallons of water. Now, if you live in a big house, it's important to know that you actually may need two of these because a house any bigger than about 3,200 square feet or about three and a half bath, uh, uh, bathrooms will uh, require additional units because the water pressure tends to go down as you have a lot of water use. So the, it will filter the water just fine. It's just that you may notice a difference, in, a drop in your water pressure. So that's an important point to consider. Definitely... Um, Something to, you know, these are rel relatively inexpensive. I mean, there are some reverse osmosis whole house systems may cost five or $10,000. And, and clearly, I would strongly discourage you against using something like that because unless you have the special pipes, because most of the time, uh, the if you have the wrong types of plumbing in your system and you use reverse osmosis, it could cause tremendous damage. You have to be really careful with those. Uh, so that brings us to the next point, and, and actually some, a type of system that you'd want to use in conjunction with this is a point of use, because this system is typically installed where the water comes into your home. So then you still have the, the pipes that, that uh, the distribution system within your own home, the pipes lead from this to your actual point of use, whether it's your kitchen or your bathroom. So the water coming out of there could be contaminated from the pipes in your home. So that's why it's probably a good idea to have a point of use filter also. 
And so those uh, can be over-the-counter or under-the-counter. And most of uh, the higher quality units are going to have two stages. Uh, and you want, in other words, two containers of the media filter because it's really difficult, if not close to impossible, to get a high quality filtration process going with only one container. So that's sort of a big clue as if, uh, if, if you're looking at a high quality system. So, uh, and some of the, the ones I recommend actually use in my own home are actually listed below here so you can read that for more information. But then lastly, uh, probably one of the most important points is, is the shower filter. And, you know, and if you only could buy one filter, only use one filter in your home, probably the most important one is going to be relatively one of, the, one of the least expensive ones, and that's a shower filter. You're saying, why? I'm not drinking my, my, my shower water. Well, the reality is you are. And that for every, most people don't understand that when you, have, when you bathe in the shower, you're actually volatilizing many of these uh, compounds like the, the chlorine and the disinfection byproducts at a higher rate because typically it's a hot shower. And then your skin is actually absorbing this. So that if you take a shower for about 10 minutes or so, that you're absorbing the equivalent of, a, of drinking one gallon of the same water. So it's a significant issue because most people take showers longer than 10 minutes or certainly if you're taking a bath, you have a similar issue. So uh, because if, you, if you, you could use a shower filter for your bath, uh, many people have the showers and the bath uh, connected. So you just fill up your bathtub instead of bathing in that. So that's a simple, simple process. So remember, you're going to need a high quality source of water on a regular basis. It's really an essential crucial component of your long-term health plan. Because if you're, you know, you can get away with something once in a while occasionally, but on a regular basis, if you're, if you're making a mistake in this and you're inputting into your system or your family system these really relatively toxic chemicals over the long term, there's going to be health consequences. There's no question about it. So remember the key principles here is that any filter, any filter is better than no filter. And if you don't have a filter, you're the filter. So please, for you and your family's sake, make sure you have a filter, a high quality filter that you, you and your family can take control of your health.